You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia, hosted by Ivan Fonte. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated. Special announcement. Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022. The Victoria Cup 2022. Purchase special rings at $100 each. For every 10 rings purchased, receive one ring for free. Presented and conducted by Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated. First prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com Or telephone Taz Gazis on 0419 386 861 That's 0419 386 861 A range of European products, recommended and used by pigeon fanciers worldwide, for winning performance and healthy pigeons, especially in times of stress, molting, breeding or racing, Val products have shown great results to national winning lofts and top racing fanciers. A large range of loft and racing equipment from Europe and Australia. Contact Natural Pigeon Products, Don, 0359981000 and www.pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 
416794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Hey, this is Ernie Dingo for Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice. If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Now, unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're over the limit? So try this, either drink or drive. Don't be a mug and mess around trying to do both. And if you do plan to have a few, arrange a ride with a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. I was lucky that when I picked up the phone that day to call my best friend, that he answered. Despite almost every Australian knowing someone who has been affected by suicide, we still don't talk about it. Lifeline Australia's new podcast, Holding On To Hope, shares stories of survivors and the connections made to find the hope to keep living. Because when we talk about suicide, we realise our capacity to support those around us. Holding On To Hope. Lifeline.org.au forward slash podcast. Vijesti i chat. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata. Upravo ovdje. Na 88.3 Južna FM. Zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am. Tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat. Right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonti. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia.
Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Ah, hello and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia, broadcast to you via the Pigeon Media Studios, www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And we broadcast via this great radio station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside in Melbourne, Australia. Today for you. And we've got... Patrick Ketchell standing by online. We're going to draw this raffle in Logan to see who's going to win this Benzing M3 clock. And uh, what else have we got? Oh, we've got a few good guests, but I'll let I'll let the other guys introduce them because they lined them up. So let's get on with the show here on Pigeon Radio Australia. We've got a cracking show for you today, so stay tuned and stand by. Pigeon Radio Australia. introduce these characters and these bananas that we introduce every week and here we go are you thinking what i'm thinking b1 i think i am b2 it's music tony mcpherson and tony barbara b1 and b2 our pigeon radio australia bananas in pajamas and first of all i'd like to say because he's here with me a very good day to mr tony barbara mr b2 tony how are you mate Good evening, man. Good, Good day on. to everybody around the world yeah. as well. <laughs> Good on ya. And uh, on the line, as usual, we have this character here, Mr. B1, Tony McPherson. Hello, Tony. Uh, uh, Good day, uh, Ivan. Good day, B2. And uh, I hope everyone has had a great Easter and uh, getting over their uh, chocolate, chocolate and sugar rush. Yeah, chocolate and sugar. You haven't eaten too much chocolate, have you? No, 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 no. Uh, actually, I haven't. No, no I've well, been that's good. Pretty good. I'm sticking to my CSIRO diet. Mm, I saw the video you put on uh, Facebook last night of your birds flying around your house. They're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're uh, so cracking the whip and off they're going. Oh, good on yeah. you, mate. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. Now we've got this little pink panther oh. lurking in the background. We better introduce him before we get these guys from Logan on. And uh, yeah, I think. I think he's around somewhere. Hmm. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretch. Sir Charles. Sir, Sir Charles, how are you, mate? G'day, everybody. How are you? Yeah, good. 
Now, the, these guys are talking in the background because they're on the line. You want to get the attention of these guys in Logan? Let's draw this raffle. Get right, that so over. We've got Patrick. We've got Chef Patrick there. Yeah. Hey, Charlie. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. All uh, all excited, ready for the... Uh, you've got a little young fella there. You want to tell us what's going on? Yeah, mate. No, we're bloody... Just, just draw the first prize now, mate. Just hang on two seconds, mate. Okay, mate. It's Adam Turner. Oh. Adam Turner from Melton. That's it, that's it, Adam. Yeah, well, well, well done, mate. You've won the Benzing um, wow. package deal, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, did, you, did you tell him he's only got 30 seconds to ring the show? <laughs> 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 and our telephone number here in the studio. And, and the phone's got to be picked up. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be giving him a ring straight after. <laughs> well done, Adam. Mate, well somebody, done. somebody yeah. from uh, Melton will be listening to the program for sure and they'll yeah. probably ring him right now and say, you just won an M3. So there yes. you go. Yes. That's exactly. So have we got a second and third prize and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, so second one's just come out now, guys. So Wayne's, uh, Wayne Smith hmm. and Lennox Head. Oh, very good. And where are they yeah, he's, from? He's won the he's won the hundred dollar Dan Murphy's gift voucher. Oh well, he'll be right. He'll be right. Celebrate, celebrate. <laughs> that's it. That's it. See, even even with these vouchers, guys, you know, even if they don't want the Dan Murphy's um uh, the vouchers, you know, they, they can choose, you know, another voucher if they want to. If they, mm. you know, if, mm. if they don't, mm. if they don't want to, yeah. you know. Yep. Drink it down. So, but no, it's good, guys. Uh, we're through the Bundy. There it go, down well. Exactly. No, we've you know we've we've sold three three hundred and twenty six tickets. Um, we raised five thousand four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, excellent. Well done, you guys. Yeah, well, well done. done. Well done. No. Are you happy? Yeah. Are you happy with the outcome, Patrick? Very happy, guys. Um, you know, it's it's you know even doing the raffle, people around this area that have moved up from Sydney, um, straight away putting application forms in to join the club. Um, so you know when we put them people through, you know that that puts us to forty three people. Yeah. Um, how, did, how did they get get to to Logan, mate? By rowboat. Pardon me. How did they get up to Logan by rowboat? Mate, well, the, the, that's the first thing I asked as well. I was like, "How long have you been here?" Because it's, it's been flooded. <laughs> so, yeah, but Pat, no, it's. Yeah, Pat, I've got a question for you, mate. Now you got a, you had a special guy doing the um, the drawing of these um, tickets. Is he there with you? Mate, he is. I've, I've got Bob. Bob Bennett. He, he, him, and his grandson. They've, they've done the draw tonight because Bob, mate, he, he, he sold forty-seven tickets by himself. Yeah. Um. Well you, know, uh, you know, like when, when, you know, when people do that sort of stuff, I reward them, mate. It's, you know, like I can only do so much. You know, promoting and, you know, texting people and getting it going. But Bob, you know, he, he done the phone calls. He, he got the money out of them, mate. And you know, he's, he's done a great job. Yeah, well done, Bob. Well done. Yeah. Hey, you want to well you want to put him on the line? We'll say hello to him, mate. I can do that for you. Thanks, mate. Hello, hello, Mister Bennett. How are you? All right. How are you? Good. How's your raffle drawing going? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. <laughs> good, Charlie. There, you, there's your mate, Bob. Well, I reckon uh, Bob and Tony should have a show together because I reckon I'll take the whole sh- the whole show just the two of them. 
well done, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Good effort, do the same. yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good effort, really good effort, mate. Yeah. Sorry, Tone, I didn't get yours, and sorry, I didn't get yours, Charlie, but Adam got one. Yeah, well, there you go. well done. You sent it down to Victoria, so that's fine. It's, well, I'll tell you it's what. Got to, well, it doesn't have to go far. Adam, Adam, no, Adam, no, it doesn't have to go far. He'll be wrapped. I'm positive with that. And well, he'll yeah. be a happy little Vegemite, they say, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, yeah. I wonder if he's got an electronic clock. He might want to sell his uh, other one or we'll buy it from the club. No, yeah, he's got an electronic not. clock, but he, I don't know what kind it is. It's not a benzene. No, it no, was a vision, yeah, probably. He, vision. He's only had it a couple of years. Mm. Oh, well, he'll be getting rid of that one and go on to the benzene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, good. good. Yes. Yeah, well, but it's uh, been – I want to you know, thank everyone, mate, for um, supporting all this and the, um, the Pigeon Radio and everything like that, mate. Without no you, blokes, you know, we go nowhere. <laughs> Thanks uh, very much, uh, Bob. Uh, just... uh, I think uh, Patrick and you guys up there have done a wonderful job, and uh, Kevin Clark has supported you, and uh, and you've had the uh, the grog shop up there doing a yeah, doing, yeah. Uh, good job for you. Yeah, um, it could be a few uh, uh, a few people celebrating. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But come on, just let us know who else has won the other prizes. Right, Adam Turner was first. I'll just get me other pair of eyes on. <laughs> Don't you laugh, Tony. Um, Wayne Wayne Smith, uh, an ex-Tasmanian that yep. drops into my place from Lennox Hits. He got second prize. Yep. He got and Des McMahon, uh, uh, oh, PRPU flyer. Yeah. Yep. He got third prize. Yeah, well done, Des. And, uh, yeah, we've got Joseph, S-A-L-A, Hudden, Salah Hudden, his name is. He got the last, uh, the fourth prize. Very so excellent. How good is that? They'll all be able to drown their sorrows, and Adam will be bloody um, cheering the roof down, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. He's probably, yeah. He probably already knows. He's probably already had a phone call, I reckon. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I think Brad's strong down at Geelong. He's a good mate, so he... May have uh, given a phone call. Who knows? But yeah, you're probably right there, Ivan. You're probably yeah. right. There. It's well done by you guys up there. Well done. And thank you for all your support, you blokes. I no uh, we appreciate everything. And and um, Charlie, we all had our um, shirts and caps on, mate. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, every everyone's pretty happy up here, mate. We're um, we're so, coming back from. Um, Couple of hard years, you know. We're starting to bring the flies back into the sport now. Good on yeah, you, mate. You're just doing a great. So it's, it's, so it's song shorts, shirts, and um, caps. Well, whatever you want, mate. We just got um, we're rugged up tonight. I had to put a singlet on under my shirt. <laughs> you got to be cool. Yeah, it was getting a bit fresh, you know. But the the grandson drew the. Um, Drew the uh, raffle tickets out, and um, he uh, he did a marvellous job. And uh, he was a bit nervous. We all were a bit nervous. We didn't know how this was going to go. But oh, um, uh, you, you've sold the tickets. All you had to do was uh, pull the 
pull the numbers out of the hat. You, yeah, yeah. Oh, done well. The yeah, yeah. From the tickets. You've done yeah. that. So now I think the next hardest bit is um, spending the money, mate. Well, it is, mate. We're, we've got plans underway for what we want to do. Yeah, excellent. And um, we're um, trying to encourage um, uh, new flyers into the club. We've, we're up around about the 43, 44 members now. Gee, and that's just a club level, you know. Gee whiz, that's, that's very good. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Bob, when do you um, kick off? When do we kick off? The racing. Uh, the first Saturday in May is their first race. Yeah. That's the first series, and then um, then the second series starts about uh, five, six weeks after that, yeah. All right, so what we'll do is we'll keep in touch and um, we'll get some results happening when uh, when you guys start. But, um, again, well done for you guys for um, getting what you've got and well done to all the winners. So um, on that note, we've got our next person coming up shortly, so uh, we shall catch you again. And, again, thanks a lot, Bob and uh, Patrick. And the guys up at Logan, so it was fantastic ever, guys. All right. Well, thank you very much for your cooperation and all your help and everything. And, um, yeah, maybe we'll do it again next year. We, we've got another one going in, in the books, you know, for next year now. We shall. Yeah. We'll do it all again next year. Not a problem. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much, Ivan, and uh, all the rest of you there. And it's... Um, yeah, again, thanks for all your cooperation. No worries, Bob, any time. Thanks for being a part of it. All, all right. right then, mate. Thanks, mate. We See talk again soon. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. All right, that was Bob Bennett from Logan in Queensland. They just drew the raffle, and uh, the lucky winner of the Benzie M3 clock is Adam Turner right here from Melton in Victoria. So there you go. This clock's coming to Melton in Victoria. Right now, we're going to uh, break, and we're going to get Dr. Rob Marshall, our Pigeon Radio Australia vet, on uh, shortly because I've received a few messages that we have to answer here on this radio program. I received a heap of messages for Dr. Rob Marshall. So we'll hear from Dr. Rob Marshall after this song. And, uh, yeah, all those winners of that raffle will be flying to the moon as pigeon flies. And so I thought I'd get the chairman of the board, Mr. Frankie Sinatra, to fly us to the moon. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM the sounds of the bayside let me play among the stars let me see what spring is like on jupiter and mars in other words hold my hand in other words baby kiss me my heart with song and let me sing forevermore you are all I long for all I worship and adore in other words please be true in other words I love you
rock with song Let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Hi, I'm Caroline. I grew up in foster care because of abuse and neglect earlier in my life. Now I'm studying a double degree and working in my field. People in foster care often face stigma about being in care, a life they didn't choose to live. Stop the stigma. Don't punish us by treating us differently for something that we didn't choose. Help snap that stigma. Head to create.org.au forward slash snap that stigma. Brought to you by Create Foundation. The peak body for children and young people in out-of-home care. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day, Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. Join Molly and Fluro for Molly's Blooming Hour, Saturday from 4 till 5pm. We'll have interviews with gardening experts plus gardening tips and fresh produce recipes. 
We will also talk about what's happening in your beautiful Bayside garden, what's blooming now and what to do in your garden now. Then stay tuned for the after show, where we'll be keeping you entertained with special guests, fun and games, and of course, more great music. Music Time features old and new country music from Australia and overseas. There's something for everyone to enjoy. We even have a touch of Irish. Join me, Jeanette, for Music Time on Mondays from 12 till 2 on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonte. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside in Melbourne, Australia, as our mate from the US told us just a minute ago. And our website at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And you can find us on all social media. Just go to the Google machine and search Pigeon Radio Australia and it'll come up. And talking about social media and messages, I received probably nearly close on to 300 messages uh, and it's gone absolutely haywire since uh, we had Dr Rob Marshall our Pigeon Radio Australia vet on last time uh, because we were talking about the month of February and we highlighted stuff that's in his orange book well it so happens that a lot of people are interested in Dr. Rob Marshall's orange book and some of his products and I've got Dr. Rob Marshall on to uh, let him know what's going on and he can let us know how we can get books to these people that have messaged me. Hello, Rob, how are you? And welcome to Pigeon Radio. Hi, Ivan. I'm very well, thanks. Um, We've got distributors in UK and USA for our products and if they're in those countries, they would just we can put those web pages, web um, websites where they can get them from on on your um, web page. Um, and they can either get it directly there or they can contact you and get it through you, their books. So, um, and the, the cost is $10 plus postage for the book. Oh, fantastic, Rob. Yeah, so there have been a lot of messages and a lot of people said, please, how do I get my hands on Rob's orange book? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so in that book, um, it's, it details what you do each month, but also it details the race programs that we use 
during the race season. Now, there are prescription medicines in there. Obviously, we, we can't uh, provide that overseas. But um, what we can do um, through your radio stations, if, if they've got any, we can tell them what, if they can ask us what the equivalent of those products are, and we can actually tell them over the rate, you know, on your web page yep, or yep. through an email. Yep. So um, they tell us what's available out there. We can tell them how to, how to use it uh, according to our programs. And I think the programs work very well. I think they've worked uh, really oh, well in look, Australia. Rob, I'll tell you something now. I've got my birds on, on like, I tweaked it to, to suit what I'm doing, right? But I've basically got them on the programs that you've got in your book and I've got them on the natural system at the moment. And, yeah, now's uh, the time that it is natural system, Ivan. So hmm. we don't want to give any medicines now unless they've got problems, you see. So, um, and uh, I think you were mentioning that uh, the product that they liked was the KD, the water cleanser. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's and, gone through um, the roof. And that's really helpful at this time of year. Do you find that? I do. I do find that. And I, I actually, um, in, in the book, you've got it on once a week, but I actually give it to them twice in the week because I think it benefits them because it's a, it's a cleansing thing, right? So it's in cle- cleansing their bodies from any sort of, bad bacteria or fungal stuff in their system, you know? Yeah, so essentially it works in the crop area. So um, it prevents the bacteria in the crop. So it's like a um, – it's a, it's a quite, a quite a water cleanser. So um, they drink that and it sits in the crop. Now there are things in um, – um, there are other things that they use in livestock or poultry with the same sort of effect, um, but this is uh, how it works. Uh, so – it's um that that's the KD. I agree with you because I give mine twice weekly too because we've had a lot of weird weather, very wet weather, and um, now it's quite humid. So I'm finding that giving it twice weekly for my birds at the moment has helped a lot. What it does, it just allows us to identify um, what's happening. Now, when I'm giving it, I'm not getting any green or mushy droppings at the moment. That tells me that but we're getting a tight dropping after the KD, which tells me, that there's problems going on in the loft, but they're not significant enough to uh, use antibiotics, you see. So that's I'm... the way at this stage to avoid using antibiotics. And we also, also use um, this mega, mega mix, which is citric acid, um, in a similar way as the KD in terms of as the water cleanser. has a similar effect, but not exactly the same effect. No, and um, I, I also, you, you know that we've got our little mate in Belgium who's been spruiking it over there, and in actual fact, the last time I had him on, I said, what do you like so much about this KD? Because he really was going on about it. And he said, ah, it works, Ivan, it works, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. Um, but, he's, he's but your little mate's a bit bigger than you. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. But, yeah, uh, he's, yeah, a good, no, he's a good, very good fellow. Yeah. He's a nice guy, and, and since he's been using it over there, he, he, I think a lot of people are interested and go to him and ask him to, to give him give them a little bit of the KD, and uh, he does that, and so he helps a lot of people. And he also told me that he gives it to his breeders once a month, and I've started doing the same thing, and I've found benefits there as well well i give it each week to my breeders and the reason for that is that it um it, it just helps keeps it, it's very stressful uh reproductive behavior it's very um energetic sapping and and by the third round they're getting a bit tired and that's when that's most useful each week so um but you just do it he i think the good thing with um 
Yelly is that he, he came over, when he came over, he spent quite a bit of time with us talking about how it's used properly. And in the Orange Book, it, it explains exactly how to use it over about four or five pages. So it's it's something that, you know, you need to read about and understand to use it properly and to appreciate its qualities. Um, so that's the advantage of that Orange Book. I think the Orange Book is very practical it's monthly it's easy to read explain that's what i was just about to say it's so easy to read it's not like it's got a lot of scientific stuff in it you've made it very easy just for the common pigeon flyer that he can get into that book and if he's got a problem or something he can easily reference it in there yeah and also it, it, it offers programs which are structured in a weekly fashion so you don't actually have to think. If you just get into that routine for that month, you don't have to think and worry. It all works really well. Um, if you do see disease problems, well, then you have to sort of consult a veterinarian and get, get their advice. But the whole purpose of these programs in this book is in the out-of-season programs is prevention. The in-season programs are also about prevention, but there are, there are um, uh, areas in that book which describe what you do when you get particular diseases so that's our approach um and so if they have something diagnosed they can look at our approach and then compare it to their own vet's approach and um, see what best suits them yep correct now um there's another bloke on the line that uses this kd powder and that's mr tony mcpherson i bet you he wants to ask you something tony you there mate (laughs) How are you, Rob? Yeah, well, Tony, always, Tony always has great questions, things I never think of. Yeah, things I never think of, which is really good. I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, look, at the moment, uh, we're like you. We've had some bad weather. Not as bad as uh, up in Sydney and uh, Queensland, but it has been you know, pretty pretty ordinary. But uh, And the weather's changing. And I must say that uh, I'm currently uh, using the KD uh, twice a week. Um and I must say, the, today um, I'm just getting the birds to, uh, whipping them up um, to uh, get them really going, um, and uh, they, you know they're starting to now um, get get up and get going and start roaming. I've got quite a quite a few uh, late breeds, uh, Rob. Um, now, for those fanciers that have got quite a few late breeds in their in their loft, um, what's the best way of um, keeping them? Um, yeah, well, I've got late breeds as well, yeah. and um, yeah. <laughs> they are very difficult um, because what – and you'll find that those late breeds, you'll find that a proportion of them will get dirty tails – Yes. Um, whereas the rest of the birds haven't because they're molted through, they're almost through their tail molt now. And um, they've gone through the molt. The molt this year has been a little bit late, I found. Like, they're still dropping quite a few feathers in Sydney now. I don't know what the situation in Melbourne is, but um, our, the stage of our old birds is, you know, they're almost through that tail molt. When um, we get them through that tail molt, um, well, then that's time to start tossing them. But um, they are suddenly, you've probably found with the cooler weather, suddenly these birds lift, don't they, Tony? And yeah, um, yeah and start flying like racing pigeons, which is really good, and and not with that, with little with, with little effort. The mm. concept with the late breads, you have to focus on coccidiosis. Um, yeah. And um, as it's part of that natural program, it's still the same program um, that you're seeing. And we're, we're into April now. April is a period. If you look at April, 
April is a very interesting period. It is a period where you do get some sickness, especially yep. in late breads. And you yep. will get, at this time of year, you will get circovirus in your late breads. So you will see some birds which are unwell. They'll lose a bit of weight. And what you also see in late breads, which are really quite peculiar, is they'll get a lameness. Have you ever seen that? Yep. Yeah, yep. and that, and yep. that lameness, it's not salmonella. It's because they're they're just not right, and they're landing heavily, right? Yep. Um, so and they're sort of jarring their legs, and that lameness will last for about you know seven days and disappear. But if you look at those birds that get the lameness, they will they would will go off a, a bit and lose a bit of weight. That's the circovirus, and um, the KD does help against that. It's just cleaning it up and trying to boost their immune system. So that's what you're doing with this process, trying to get rid of all that underlying stuff, which is coccidiose things. I don't know why these birds are under so much stress. Um, it may be that, you know, that, that, that uh, the loft is crowded, so they're tr- having trouble getting their pecking order. But some of these late breads will go up to the top perch. Have you noticed that? Yes, yes, yes. The good ones, the good ones go to the top perch. The other ones sort of get a bit sulky, and yeah. uh, they uh, uh, take a bit of enticing to uh, come to the food tray. Uh, yeah. They're hungry, but uh, because all the other ones are in there gorging, gorging into it, the the, the late bread sort of stand back a bit. Um, uh, what I've been doing, Rob, is uh, trying to uh, uh, get the late breads. Out later, get the older birds out, yeah. and, uh, and get the give the late breads a bit of feed before I let them out, so that they're, they're uh, uh, at least getting something in, into them uh, before they go out flying with the with the mob. Um, I think yeah. a lot of it, you know, they 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 work pretty hard to keep up with the mob when they when they get in, and you, you, you know, they want to come back and land, and yeah. Uh, yeah uh, and that, uh, you know, that sort of puts them on a bit of duress as well, I suppose. But yeah, but what what I find is, as you find, the ones that you know, the robust ones keep up. It's yes, the ones okay. that are, it's the one that are suffering. And what I do is, I bring them in first. You see, I call them in first because they land first. Yes, so I call them and let them feed as much as they like. And I also put a water container on the floor for them. Yeah. So yep. they don't have to compete for water. I've got water up high. They have to get on the ledge. It's a competition to get water. Um, so I think that's the other thing. But I think you're right. I think the key thing about these late breeds is make sure they get plenty of food because once they, they get they get deficient in energy, that's when they get all these other things coming in. I don't think you can really – late breeds are prone to problems and um, if given time, they will get over these problems – um, and I don't feel that they're a big deal for the rest of the flock because by now the rest of the flock is get developing has developed immunity, right? So um, I don't even mind if they've got circovirus because circovirus isn't highly contagious in pigeons. It is in in uh, parrots and things, but not in in pigeons. And um, I don't mind having that floating around and just acting as a vaccination. Um, either, um, but there comes a stage after April, where April is a really critical month coming into April. Um, it is a period of time that I do think about culling birds that don't, re- these late breads that don't recover, yeah. um, but, I, but I do give them a two-week period for recovery. If they haven't recovered in two weeks, I, I cull them because they're not going to make it this year. 
No, yeah. they're definitely not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. And they just mope about, so it's it's not good for the uh, for the loft. No. Uh, you know, uh, but but we've got but we've all, all but we've all got these late breads that are mope. Yeah, right? we it's, certainly have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not alone there. That's for no, sure. No, no, no. Uh, and uh, the, yeah. the thing is, uh, um, uh, the old saying goes, uh, Rob, that a um, a bad bird uh, eats. Uh, it takes uh, more time to look after than a good one, so you're better off looking after your good ones because they're the ones that are going to win your races and things like that. Well, the, um, these mo- these mopey young birds will never perform. They, no, they, no, maybe no. maybe as two year olds, but not as as young birds. Yeah, maybe, yeah, you've yeah, got correct. to correct. Yeah. Put them aside if you want to put them aside. Put them aside. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, but they still have to get trained. All they're useless as two year olds, so. Um, but you, they've got plenty of time to come in training. You know, you start in June. We start, you know, yeah. early June. They've got, they've still got plenty of time, because yeah. a lot of these date breads are off our best pairs. You see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Rob, just Rob, just before we uh, go, um, I won't mention names, but we had a phone call. A, a guy rang me up uh, this week, and I rang you and informed you about it. Um, Panicking about, well, they're giving, most flies are now giving their second vaccination shot. Now, this guy had a guy helping him, and he had some birds that developed lumps just after they um, yeah, they, they yeah. injected the vaccine. Now, he was panicking and saying, oh, I can't race this year. I've got to give it away. I've got all these birds with lumps, and you calmed him down very quickly. So I think maybe it would be beneficial to mention what you said to him. Well, the, the, first of all, yeah, we've had quite a few people ringing up about, about this problem. Um, primarily, you can't give the vaccine in, in the leg, under in the groin, right? Yeah. Just, just don't do that, right? Because you will always get a lump because you can't get the space of skin to put the vaccine in. And, and I find it difficult myself. I give needles every day. I still find it difficult to give the needle in the neck, but I don't get any lumps because I'm very, very careful. When you're in a rush and you don't focus on where to give it exactly and you go too high or too low, the needle, the needle will go into the muscle and, of course, a very active reaction. It's very um, uh, damaging for muscle tissue. It kills the muscle tissue. And as a result, you get what's called a granuloma or a reaction to that, which is a lump, right, a fleshy lump. Now, that lump would, would, would go after about three or four weeks. But if it doesn't go, it's, it's not affecting the bird that much, right, because it's in the neck. Um, and it becomes um, a, a stable after that time. So even if, but the leg is a big deal. If you've got lumps in the leg, lameness in the leg is a big deal for birds. They don't like it, right? Um, and because they have to use their legs all the time. In the neck, um, not so as bad. Obviously, we don't want that to happen uh, when you get the lump. But um, And it's a warning just to be very careful and just reassess. If you're getting a lot of lumps, just go over the process of where you should give it and think about taking your time to do it rather than rushing through it. I, I take my time. but And it's also a matter of when you do it. So if you've got a lot of birds, you're going to make mistakes. That's why I do it just as the rounds are as they're coming across, you see. So you And then the second one you can do a bit later as well. So it, it is about rushing, I think, because we've got so many. So maybe that would help. But um, don't be too worried about it in terms of racing performance. Yep, 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 I agree with that. But, 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 you... that, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah. 
there might be other opinions about that in terms of in the neck, but I haven't really found that um, it's a problem. But in the leg, a big big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. Mm. Because because you get too many of the birds getting it. You see. Mm. Mm. Exactly. I, um, I think like. Um, if you get these lumps, and if they remain in a, in an older bird, of like Tony Barbara's had a couple there that he's had to cull because uh, the lumps just like overgrown like a cyst. Yeah, so if they're really big, um, yeah, you, if you've gone right in the muscle and you put in half a mil, right, you're you're, you're going to get big lumps that mm. can't get better. But the majority of them. Uh, I just got a little tiny bit in the muscle, and they they should um, resolve themselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, Rob. Thanks very okay, much for good your on time, you, mate. mate. See, you. see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. And that Cheers. was Dr. Rob Marshall, our Pigeon Radio Australia vet. But right now, we're going to uh, do our weekly media check. The Worldwide Pigeon Radio Australia Pigeon Media Weekly Check. Yes, we have our media. Look, and and I tell you something, fellas. The media is going again crazy this week. Like today, I think there was about... Oh, I'd, I'd say there was about oh, 10 articles on pigeon racing today. It's it's just going crazy, Tony McPherson. These articles in the paper uh, certainly are. There's uh, plenty of uh, pigeon articles. In actual fact, uh, Ivan, I, I sent you a link um, today. Yes, 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 um, yes, 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 yes. Pigeon books. Yes, Mo Williams. No, no, no. Another one. Oh, another Andrew, one. Yeah, Andrew McDonald. Okay. Um, He's uh, an Australian author, lives in Melbourne. Oh, really? And we'll have yes, to, we'll, have to get him on. we'll contact him and yes, uh, try will. and get him on the show. We shall. Um, he's got a series of um, uh, pigeon books for, for children, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's uh, they're excellent. Yeah, you know, just uh, uh, we we spotted one in um, Kmart. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we Googled him, and, yeah, he's got a whole series. Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll have yeah. to get him on to talk about these books because uh, that, yeah. that'll, get the, yeah. that'll get the kids interested in pigeons. But um, I've, I've seen a, an article. I'll start off with this one. It's from Idaho in the USA, and uh, it, it reads, Headed home, racing pigeons find a place in handlers' hearts. And it's uh, it's a very interesting article. You can find that on the Pigeon Media Australia Facebook page. And it's uh, I'll just read you the first couple of paragraphs, as if to say, "Pick me, pick me." Racing pigeons coo and flutter around their loft when handlers are selecting birds to enter in an upcoming race. When choosing from his racing team of about thirty pigeons, he picks three to five to enter in six hundred mile races. All of his birds participate in the races shorter than 200 miles. Once released at the starting point of a race, his pigeons will zoom back to their loft in Emigrant, Mont, with hours flying up to 70 miles an hour with a tailwind. And the guy carries on and says, It's cool to follow them on their way home, and their route parallels the highway. He said, When there's no wind, 
I've clocked them with my speedometer flying at about 55 miles per hour. And uh, this is the president of the uh, Pigeon Federation over there in Idaho telling us all about pigeon racing in the US of A. So that's a very interesting article. Have you read that Mm. one, Tony? No, I haven't read that one, yeah, but you'll have the, to have a look at the that Tans one. sounds another good one. Yeah, yeah it's a very good article. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, today, right, I was going through it today and uh, I found this one. Um, have, a, have a listen to this in Portugal. The, the Portuguese parliament, right, has approved, approves ban on captive pigeon shooting. The draft law presented by the parliament of... Uh, Portugal that prohibits the practice of shooting birds released from captivity with the sole purpose of serving as a target, creating an associated regime of administrative offences, was approved on the 31st of March in the Portuguese Parliament. Well, I don't agree with that, but anyway, that's Portugal and they're doing what they got to do. But there's another article, right? And <laughs> Portugal. And anyway, and then. Have a listen to this in Taiwan. What happened in Taiwan? Well, it was like a couple of days ago in Taiwan, right? New Taipei City Police find 13 stolen racing pigeons. Police last week recovered 13 stolen racing pigeons within 14 hours. That's a pigeon an hour. As training intensifies ahead of spring competitions. At about 6pm on Friday last week, police officers on patrol in New Taipei, Taiwan, Rufang District, noticed that a vehicle had been parked for a long time in front of a restaurant that serves alcohol. Suspecting the driver might be drunk, the officers slowly drove past to see (laughs) if it would elicit a reaction. When the vehicle pulled out after them, they turned around and blocked it. While performing an alcohol test on the driver, surnamed Chang, right, the officers noticed a cooing sound coming from the trunk where they said they discovered 11 pigeons, rope nets and other equipment for catching the birds. Chang and a passenger, summoned Lei, said they caught the pigeons at Nuanuan Sports Park in Keelung to train for racing, not to hold for ransom, the officers said. However, police discovered that Lei had been implicated in a Taipei pigeon extortion ring in 2015, while Chang had a record of stealing lumber. Police said they believed the suspects were stealing racing pigeons to extort the owners for money. At 8am the next day, an informant surnamed Yi told Riufang police that a group had discovered three pigeon thieves in the mountains between Keelung and Ruafang and were able to stop two from running away. Well, there you go. There's, there's an incident in Taiwan. Oh, dear. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the things that go on. Yes, the things that go on. <laughs> then... Last but not least, here's another we can have a laugh at, right? Uh, This guy is, uh, 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 I think it is in Canada, yes. In Canada, a man taken to hospital after apparent pigeon attack in southern BC. (laughs) A man, (laughs) listen to this one. 
A man was taken to hospital recently following a reported pigeon attack in southern BC, Canada. According to RCMP, on Tuesday at 2.57pm, officers in trail were called to an area near Gyro Park after hearing that a man had been entering into residential yards and squatting in the middle of the road. Upon arrival, police located the suspect, who appeared to be under the influence of drugs. Officers noticed the man was bleeding from his head. The man claimed his injury was due to an angry pigeon. Police transported the man to hospital, where he underwent a full medical assessment. He was later released. <laughs> it sounds like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> the birds, the birds are getting let out the pigeons. Yes, 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 yes. yes. God, oh, yeah. God. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Look, I, I, I've... I've got another pigeon book there too, uh, Ivan, mm-hmm. uh, that we found. Uh, mm-hmm. It's another children's book. Yeah. It's called Gary. What's Gary it called? The, Gary the Racing oh, Pigeon. Yes, I've heard about that. Yes, it's another that. one that I, I think I sent through to you. Yeah. From, uh, it's uh, created by Lila uh, Rudge. Mm. So there's another one. Um, mm. Very you know, uh, pigeons, if people, like I, I would like to know, Mm. Why? What? You know, what's the fascination mm. for these people to be writing stories for kids about pigeons? Yeah, and I'll you tell know, you something, Tony. They really have, yeah. and, uh, and it fascinates the kids because you've got uh, Andrew McDonald, their investigator pigeon. Mm. You know, he's an investigator. Mm. And, uh, you've got all kinds of, and this one's a race pigeon called Gary, but mm. Gary doesn't. He, he doesn't go to the races because he can't fly. No, well, they had, they had a pigeon on Neighbours called Gary. Yeah, there you go. Well, maybe they got it out of this book. Maybe. Because uh, there's a book there by by Lila Raj uh, called Gary, and um, mm. we had a flick through that as well. And mm. poor old Gary... Um, in actual fact, um, it was uh, it's a it's a uh, one that's um, from the government, uh, you know, library, yeah. and uh, our grandson, um, he he's been reading it. So yeah, poor mm. old Gary, he can't fly, so he he amuses himself at home, <laughs> waiting for the race birds to come oh, home. Yeah. So, so it's the antics of Gary. So right. there you go. That, you know, yeah. So it's interesting. It mm. really is. It and, really and I must say my grandson loves it. Oh, well, fantastic. That's very good. And it gets the pe- people. But it's not only children's books, Tony. The apps, the, all the media, as soon as there's something about pigeons, mate, it goes absolutely haywire. Right? Yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we've got to we've got to take uh, – you know, take action on it too. We Positive should. action on we it and really, uh, you know, push Well, it. that's why I'm doing the uh, uh, Pigeon Radio Australia weekly media check. And that's yeah. our weekly media check for this week. And we're going to break for a song right now. And uh, here's a great song that I was listening to on uh, Gold FM while I was driving around in my car the other day. And I thought, to me, oh, like, actually, my wife was sitting next to me and I said, you know what? I think I'll play that song. And it's Prince, and it's none other than the song that Prince really made famous, and uh, it's about pigeons that cry. And we're going to listen to Prince and When Doves Cry. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. (laughs) 
Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia. This is the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Tune in live worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. All the way, down under, in Melbourne, Australia. The only devoted racing pigeon radio show, in the world. Pigeon Radio Australia, our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and our website address at 88.3 Southern FM, our great radio station, the sounds of the Bayside is www.southernfm.com.au and you can find us on all social media and I was showing Tony Barbara today, Tony I was showing you how many members we got everywhere, we got about... A lot. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yeah, we have a lot, you know. We're, we're talking thousands. 
Do you know that the Pigeon Media, Pigeon mm-hmm. Radio Australia, Facebook page, what was it there, 30,000? Yeah, over 30. Over 30,000 followers on that page. So there you are. Quite a milestone. Quite a milestone. Now, um, Charlie Gretsch has uh, a mate of ours on the line, right? And uh, it's probably the only uh, pigeon club that's racing at the moment. So I'm going to let Charlie Gretsch do the honours and introduce our next guest, Charlie. Take it away, mate. Well, uh, yes, Ivan, thanks a lot. On uh, Pigeon Radio Australia and 88.3 Southern FM, I'd like to welcome again Mr. Brad Mack. G'day, fellas. The results, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, excellent, mate. Still yeah, thanks. thanks for having us on again. No worries, worry. mate. So, yeah, on the weekend, Saturday, we went up. It was, uh, it was a warm one. We got the birds up uh Nice and early, which is really good. Get, get it over and done with. And then we had the rest of the long weekend with the family and do whatever you want to do. So that was really good. Um, the winner was uh, Andrew Spiliopoulos doing 17.42. His son was second doing 17.40. Uh, Danny Ogilvy was third. I was lucky to get fourth. Um, Grant Dalziel was fifth. T. Farlis was six in Northcote, which I think that was a pretty good pigeon up the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gav Whitehand, he was seventh. Um, he's pretty much in the middle of the race. So that was pretty good. Um, T. Cartasano, eighth, which was a ripper. Uh, we got Lou Gat, got a good one as well in ninth. And tenth was Song Sanger Khan um, from Ivanhoe Club. And Rodney Main and Donna Gat were 11th. So it was a pretty good race. It was over and done with within three hours. That was the longest uh, birds, the longest flies. And, yeah, it was good fun once again. Oh, excellent. That's excellent. Now, listen, uh, Brad, what I'm going to – I'm going to give you a little job, right? So the, yep. the last race, you got this big prize happening, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. All so, right. Now, the last race, this is your job, right? The last race, whoever wins it, you got to get them on this program. All right, I'll see what I can do. That'll be good. Maybe yeah. I might even try and get someone on with me next week. Yeah, yeah. that'll be good, uh, yeah. Next Monday before the race as well. Yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Yeah, so, on the final race, that's 1500 to the winner, 1000 for second and 500 for third. And that's um, Surrey Lofts is putting that one up. So that's a good one. And this Saturday, we've got from Hunter Stock Feed, they've put up 15 bags of uh, seed for first, 10 bags for second, and five bags for third. So we, we've got some pretty good prizes to play for. And it, it's only it's only fun racing and get around. I had a few few of the fellas come over on uh, Saturday morning and they were watching the birds. It was beautiful to sit out in the back grass. No, that's yeah, fantastic. Brad, Brad yep. last, last week, now you've got a story to tell. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, last, we week, last week. Now, just fill us in. You, this pigeon that you clocked last week. Yep. It's a bit of a, bit of a traveller. Yeah, it is. So when we started... Well, now, fill, uh, us, fill us in with what happened and, uh, and then... Yeah. All right. Well, about, about three weeks ago, I think it was after the first race, I, I tossed the birds on a Friday morning. I, I just take them to the job sites wherever I go each, each morning. And I let them out. And anyway, this one was stud road on the Friday morning. It's only about 15 k's to my house, 20 k's maximum, straight line. Anyway, I got home a, a couple of hours later. And I'm missing two cockbirds, and I was just thinking, 
that's strange. And then they, in the afternoon, I went and done something and come back, and that, they still weren't there. And I thought, this is – anyway, I must have dropped them. They must have hit a wire or something. Anyway, on the – so, obviously, I went to the race. I only put six in instead of my eight. And on the on the Sunday evening, I was speaking to Rodney Main. He gave me a call, and he goes, just out of curiosity, he said, what rings did they have on? And I said, oh, one of them's got a red ring and, you know, stuff like that. And then he goes, I'll have a look at your phone next to it. He sent me a, a photo through. Well, the two birds that I lost, he just sent me a photo of them sitting on a roof. And straight away, I'm thinking, hey, what's going on here? Someone's, you know, playing around. And I looked on the ad, and they, they ended up in Tassie. So they'd overshot my house by about 350 kilometres and <laughs> decided to put for a few days in Tasmania on this lady's roof. Mm. So I, I, in, I was in touch with her. I got, got onto her straight away, and she was trying to catch them, and she had a neighbour trying to catch them when it was dark, and they were feeding them uh, bread, uh, bread and some uh, rice. And anyway, a couple of days later, I was... She sent me some photos, and I'm like, oh, they're in pretty good health. And when they were eating, I'm thinking, there's a chance they'll come back. Well, on the, I think it was the Wednesday morning, I was, I was at work on the roof, and my notification went off on the phone with the Benzin Live, and I had a look at it. It was about 8.30, and it, fair enough, one of the birds had come back in the morning. So he, he'd had a fair round trip. Well, anyway, that was <laughs> the bird I clocked last week as well. There you go. Yeah. Yes, uh, the unfortunate thing with that bird that you clocked was that... Uh, I didn't transfer him. So <laughs> we missed out on the $200 for third. Um, but now, don't worry, it won't happen again because he's transferred. But if you time, I probably won't clock him either again. Hang on, Brad. Now, this happened to you once before, a few years ago. Yeah, I've had it. It's happened. I haven't learned. Oh well, it's different. It's not a different race, but this is a different. Uh, this one wasn't transferred. Uh, that's Charlie. Okay. That's because I didn't transfer um, the birds okay. last year because we yeah. didn't race. Yeah. yeah. And who, who bred the birds for you? Uh, Joel Cronin bred it in uh, Rosebud. He bred me about thirty. Yes. Uh, last yes. year, and I had my ring list ready to submit on the well just before the first race, and then when it. We uh, the first race was cancelled, and then the COVID uh, got us. I, you know, I never handed in my ring list, so I've still got you know all my all the birds from last year, apart from my rings, but all the other ones there, you know, they're still in the loft. But I haven't um, put them in my name yet. Well, I'm starting to do that now, obviously. I think, I think <laughs> I'd be doing it right away. Yeah. You're, only, yeah. you're only racing eight birds, mate. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I, I raced, I put two, a three-year-old and a four-year-old on the weekend. Yeah. That, that got it up to eight, but, yeah, I'm still waiting for those two, so I probably shouldn't have experimented that way, but I'll probably just, the next two races, I'll just have six in both races, and, yeah. look, we're, yeah. we're all having fun waiting for that many, and I think it just proves that you don't need probably a big team. Uh, like, certainly uh, might yeah. help, but you, you yeah. don't need a big team either. And with the, the new flies that I've got coming watching me clock, They've only got 40, 50, 60 birds. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's what I that's what I've set out to do. I'm trying to show them that don't get overwhelmed. You don't need 150. You don't need 200. You, you can still you can still have as much fun with their 50 or 60. Because I was getting a little bit. Oh, I don't think this is for us in a, in a little way. Yeah. So that's why I've just been showing them. Look, you can still have fun. You can try and be competitive. Um, you know, sending five or six because that's what they'll be doing. Look, the the important thing there is that it's not 
it's not the winning or anything else. It's a, it's the competing and enjoying the the actual watching the birds come home. That, that's, um, that's right. Yeah, and that, that is the and if you happen to win, that's that's the icing on the cake. But yeah. the the important thing is, uh, if you've got fifty or sixty birds or less, um, yeah. you you know each pigeon and and you can control them and and you can understand. Uh, what's going on in the loft. But if you've got hundreds of birds, you, you've got no idea what's happening. It's just a uh, conveyor belt with a lot of birds. It, beca- it's a, it becomes a job. Yeah. Uh, well, that's exactly right. And uh, You don't want it to become a job. Yep. You want it to remain enjoyable. And, you know, I, I only race a small team and uh, for that purpose. You know, I, I send a lot of birds everywhere else, but uh, I race a small team because, I, you know, I don't want to make it a job. I just yeah. want to enjoy the birds and uh, and still get uh, results. Yeah, and, well, and that's one thing I've seen. So just going in the morning, I, I go and pick out the birds off the perch. They're in with the rest of them. It takes me a, a few moments. Of one basket I take to work with me or wherever I'm going. Yeah, it's, it's actually so easy. It's in it's it's enjoyable. Yes, you and know, that's what. Yep, yeah. that's what it's all about. And also, you can consistently race them. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to toss them. If they're yeah. racing every week, you don't have to toss them. You just race them every week. And uh, that's that's the same as what Yally has been telling us over here. Yeah. If you're yeah. racing them every week, you don't have to flog them in the, uh, in the and top. Speaking, and speaking of next week, we've got to go. We'll see you next week, Brad. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> we've got a couple to go. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks for having us on. Don't no worry. Buddy, thanks again. I will... Next week, mate. See you yeah. soon. See ya. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Bye. See ya. All right, we're going to break and we're going to have a song right now. And uh, I've picked a little country song and uh, because we were talking about this weekend and all that stuff that happened with Brad and all that with the birds and Tasmania and everything, I picked this song from... It's a new Australian country song and it's called Freaking Freaking Weekend. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. These country girls know where to handle a hose With the manicured nails and the pedicured toes Splashing around in the kiddie pool trying to stay cool yeah, you know that there ain't no amateurs here We can ride a slip and slide without spilling our beer Going hard in the yard like Earnhardt for some good years I know you got girlfriends, better bring some Cause if you're looking for a party, here we got one Everybody, it's a freaking weekend Cannonball straight off the deep end Keep, keep, keep the drinks coming Keep, keep, keep the bass pumping It's good in the hood it's a hell of a time We'll be catching our buzz In the sun and the shine So keep, 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 keep dreaming Cause everybody is a freaking weekend Everybody is a freaking weekend This front porch lights like a neon sign Got the door wide open, baby 
baby, come inside. We're drinking on a budget, cause the money is tight. We can drink all night, but we do it right. I know you got girlfriends, but I bring some. If you're looking for a party, then we got one. I know you got girlfriends, but I bring some. Cause if you're looking for a party, yeah, we got one. Hey! Everybody, it's a freaking weekend. Can a ball straight off the deep end. Drinks coming, keep, keep, keep the bass bumping. It's good in the hood, it's a hell of a time. We'll be catching the buzz in the sun on the shine. So keep, 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 keep drinking. Cause everybody is a freaking weekend. Everybody is a freaking weekend. Everybody is the freaking weekend. Get them ball straight off the deep end. Keep, keep, keep the drinks coming. Keep, keep, keep the bass bumping. It's good in the hood, it's a hell of a time. We'll be catching the buzz in the sun and the shine. So keep, 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 keep drinking. Everybody is the freaking weekend. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor 
A tough time doesn't excuse abusive behaviour at home. Even in crisis, there's no place for domestic or family violence. If you, your family or community is affected, help is available online and by phone 24-7. For free, confidential advice, support and counselling for everyone, contact 1-800-RESPECT. There's no place for domestic or family violence. Help is here. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Are you looking after someone aged with a disability, mental illness or medical condition? As a carer, you can access free support online, over the phone or in person. Carer Gateway is an Australian government initiative providing counselling, advice, respite and much more. Find out how Carer Gateway can help you. Call 1800 422 737 Monday to Friday or visit carergateway.gov.au. Carer Gateway, connecting carers to support services. John's Ambulance is a charitable organisation that's been active in Australia for over 100 years. When a crisis occurs anywhere around the country, St John's volunteers are there to help. They know that every second counts. They are ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their local communities. People with a commitment to practical and compassionate caring. Become a St John's volunteer so you too can help save lives. Call St John toll-free on 1300 360 455 for details. Could you recognise if one of your friends or family was having a stroke? Think fast. F. Face. Check their face. Has their mouth drooped? A. Arms. Can they lift both arms? S. Speech. Is their speech slurred or confused? T. Time. Don't wait. Call Triple O now. Think fast. Act fast. A message from the National Stroke Foundation. Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite Hrvatskom glasu. S Maricom Čok, Hrvatska glazba, vijesti i čet. Svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata, upravo ovdje, na 88.3 Južna FM, zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am. Tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok. A taste of Croatia with Croatian music, news and chat. Right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Musica nueva, nouvelle musique, nouvelle musique, nouvelle musique, nouvelle musique. It all translates to new music, and if you like new music like I do, tune in to me, Peter Tolich, for Tuesday Drive, Tuesday Drive, 4 to 6 on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Music Time features old and new country music from Australia and overseas. There's something for everyone to enjoy. We even have a touch of Irish. Join me, Jeanette, for Music Time on Mondays from 12 till 2 on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonti.
You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and the direct Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Now... Go and have a look at our Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia Facebook page, which has had 30,000 engagements in 28 days. That's not bad. Not bad. Now, Tony McPherson has a couple of guys from down south, and uh, uh, that's uh, in the Gippsland area, and I'll let Mr McPherson introduce these two blokes from Gippsland. Tony, take it away, mate. Okay, um, uh, Ivan... Uh, today we've got uh, Matty Whitechurch from down at Terelgan, um, Terelgan Club um, uh, on the line and we've also got Joe Gaffer um, now um, Charlie had been speaking with uh, with Joe so I'll, I'll start off with uh, with Matty and then Charlie can uh, uh, have a chat with Joe but um, Matty um, what's been going on down at uh, Trelgan at the moment. Yeah, mate. Um, not too much happening right now. Everyone's sort of just getting up and going. All the birds are getting up up together now and um, starting to push them along. So, um, yeah, and then we just start, uh, start organising what we're going to do for the for the year in regards to uh, club tossing and, and getting the birds ready for the start of the race season. Yep. Now, you guys um, also, the, the club down there is pretty progressive. Uh down there, you've had a couple of sales. We have sold some um, long-distance race birds that have been kindly donated by different members. Um, tell us uh, what what you know what brought that on, and uh, what are you going to use you know uh, the funds for in regards to uh, the fundraising? Um, yeah, you're right. So we did two long-distance race teams. So one was donated by uh, Clyde Ansis down here yep. at Trelgan, and um, it was 12 birds in the end in that one. And then um, the other one was um, five birds from myself and the old man and five from Errol. And, um, yeah, it's just more about uh, keeping the club afloat and uh, building up some funds. So, you know, down yeah. in the future we can try and do a few more things down in the club. But, um, yeah. yeah, just sort of... Appreciate the uh, the GMPF and Gary Gillard for all his work for uh, allowing us to use the GMPF auction site. Oh well, mate, uh, <laughs> you're basically pseudo members of the uh, G- GMPF anyway. Um, the Terrelgan boys, uh, for anyone that's out there listening, um, they they transport with the with the Greater Melbourne. Um, they bring their birds up to Dandenong. And then they the the birds are loaded onto the truck. Now, uh, how how have you found that uh, uh, doing that, Maddie? Uh, um, coming up well, and and uh, and the 
you know, loading them up and the way the birds have been coming back and, and things like that. Well, um, personally and, and for, you know, all the other guys, we, we love it. It's bloody, it's good, it's a good truck. Um, you know, the GMPF are, are supportive for us. Um, everything's easy. We, we run them straight down to Danny, straight in. The guys down there um, help load them in. Um, you know, I love going down there and chatting to uh, all the guys. Um, yeah, Orient's a great great time down there. So, yeah, everything goes pretty well. Um, we've enjoyed it. The return-wise for, for us flying down here is, is good. So, um, you know, now we've got a few more members that are, are doing the flying with the, the GMPF at the same time. We're getting, you know, little, little groups of our birds coming through together and, um, you know, I think this year will be even better for that. I think we'll we'll probably see batches of our own little birds coming through in little mobs and that now. So, yeah, really, yeah. really excited for this year. Yeah, look, I understand that uh, there's a, a few other members from um, other clubs here uh, joining up. Uh, with you, with you guys, the transport with the GMPF this year. Uh, I understand Hayfield are uh, um, we're looking at uh, doing that. Um, any any more progress on that, uh, Matt? Um, I know we've got thirteen definite um, flying with the Trail Club this year, and then plus whatever the um, the Hayfield guys end up end up doing. So they've said they're going to come along. With us, and um, when we start our sort of club tossing, they're they're going to be up and going, and uh, to join in with us, and with the hope of um, them joining in as well. So start the season off, and um, yeah, try and try and just keep building it up so it's getting bigger, and you know, try and help each one out so it's easier for everyone to fly. So. Yeah, and of course, yeah, the Greater Melbourne they supply you with the with the with the basket, so. Uh, you yeah, when you first, I think when when you first come up, it you used to bring up your own unit and offload them onto the onto the truck. But now uh, the Greater Melbourne have given you your own baskets down there. You use them, uh, and they just go straight onto the truck. So that makes it a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, you're right. So Errol's finished off with his um, his big F250 truck, and um, they can go in the back on there straight on and um, is also we made up a, a trailer that yep. uh, or modded the trailer um, and the baskets can slot straight into them and we can put them onto uh, anyone's car that needs to go down there and um, tie them straight down to Danny. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy. Now, look, there's been all kinds of things said about the, the transport in the, in the Greater Melbourne, uh, you know, uh, positives and negatives and things like that. Um, how have you guys found it? Um, I know you've had a look at the truck and everything else. How, how have you actually found, you know, the way the birds have come back and and, and the, uh, the the way the the, the truck looks and and uh, everything else? How have you guys, you know, uh, found your birds coming back and everything else? Yeah, no, no problem, no no issues whatsoever. Whether you know they're on the the wire basket or the birds have been on the straw, like it's been no different in returns. At the end of the day, you know you've you've got something there that's um, is supportive for for a lot of clubs and and the rest of the Fed. And you know it's it's a credit to the Greater Melbourne to continue on with it. And um, returns have been fine. And um, 
yeah, at the end of the day, we all just want to race the pigeons. So it's yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, down at Tarelgan, um, you guys are uh, really good. You're really interested in long distance racing. So, uh, uh, mind you, you, you know, you're about another, uh, what, 140 k's further down. So to get your birds ready to uh, jump on the track, there's a fair bit of um, uh, work to be done before you even get on the track. Yeah, so we've, um, we had a uh, chat maybe three or four weeks ago, a meeting where we sort of discussed how we're going to get them ready before we start the first race of the GMPF. So we're um, lining up sort of some toss points that we're going to have sort of three, four weeks before the first Greater Melbourne race. Yes. And then um, for the first sort of four weeks that the race season does start, we're, we're going to do a, a midweek race, weather dependent, um, from like a Maryborough or St. Arta just to, um, you know, get everyone's birds up and away that didn't go to the race and, uh, you know, just make sure that uh, they're all experienced up and ready to go. Yeah, well, that, that'll be a that certainly will be a a, a fine tuner. I think our first race of the year is from Maryborough, so uh, you you guys will be there before us. So um, I think uh, personally, I, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing um, the uh, Gippsland boys uh, heading the list on the on the federation clocking times. Actually, this year. Um, I think you guys down there can go really well. So, um, especially from Mildura, uh, yes. that that yes. that is one where the the winds blow right down. They'll just go shooting down to you guys. That's for sure. But uh, now, uh, just before I, I finish, um, who's the executive of the Terrellgan Club down there now? Um, well, pretty much Errol Brand runs the the show. He does. Um, <laughs> Does all the running around, organising everything. Um, yeah, he's good at that, Errol. Yeah, I think my old man's the the treasurer, and um, I just sort of do all their um, you know, bit of bit of social media sort of stuff, and um, yeah. yeah, helping out in that. What about that, what about our other mate, Dicky Hughes? What he what's he up to? Yeah. Um, what's he doing? Yeah, no, Dick's all right. He's um. He's done a lot of jobs for a lot of years, so I think, has. I think it's time um, Dick just gets to sit there and enjoy his pigeons. So sit back and watch you guys. That's it. So yeah, yeah. that's it. There's a lot of us that can, you know, do the work for other people now. So you know, we can sort of come to the club and kick back for a bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Now, Charlie, you there? I'm here. Okay, you can um, have a chat with Joe and uh, Maddie if you want to listen in and uh, uh, do so. Um, but uh, look, I must say uh, thanks for coming on board, and I look forward to catching up with you during the year. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, and uh, look forward to the year. And hi, Joe. How are you, mate? Hope you're well. Yep. Thanks, Matt. Well, that's good. Well, um, again, uh, Maddie. We've been waiting for you for a while, mate, and we finally got you on. So it's been <laughs> oh, no, sorry about guys, that. Right? No, no, <laughs> yeah, that was Tony's fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, Tony. It's always, hey, Charlie, it's always yeah. the banana's fault. You know that, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for the big bite on the banana. <laughs> yeah. He did the split on a seat. <laughs> 
because banana split. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, okay. All right. Now, Joe, how are you, Joe? Yeah, good. Thanks. Now, um, unfortunately, the sad news is you're not racing anymore. You've um, you're uh, finally pulled the pin after how many years? Sixty. Is that all? Oh. Sixty years? Come on. <laughs> Sixty years. I started racing in 1959 when I was uh, 13 years old, and I quit in uh, um, two years ago. So you you can do the sums yourself. Uh, that's why that's why I carry a calculator right beside me, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm fair easy. You give me a number and I'll put it straight in. Well, yeah, I think it's fifty-five, uh, Joe. But uh, you know, I'm only guessing. Well, I know one thing. I, I know um, you turned seventy-five today. So happy birthday! How's that? Yeah, thanks, Charlie. And I didn't even need your calculator. No. <laughs> oh, mate, uh, yes, bushfire down there. We light all those candles, Joe. What was that? I'd say you create a bushfire with uh, lighting all those candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They did. They they only put uh, about uh, thirteen candles on, I think, <laughs> because they were afraid they'd start a bushfire. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, you've got plenty of time on your hands now, Joe. Yeah, which I uh, use uh, golfing. Golfing. Okay. Oh, so you've got to keep fit somehow. Yeah, well, that's right. I, I do a lot of walking yeah. um, and and golfing, so I try and keep fit. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Now, um, just tell us, because uh, you're a head man for the tourist clocks, so um, you want to let everybody know what's going on with Taurus and chips and everything and um, if you've got them and when to order and how to order and whatnot? Well, at, at the moment, uh, I've only got a few, but I've got a consignment uh, getting here hopefully tomorrow. Um, according to the uh, track and trace, it's going to get here by, before 6 o'clock tomorrow, so hopefully I'll have it then. Um <coughs> I've got a couple of thousand in that, so that'll do for the orders that I've already got. Um, I'll order some more uh, during the week this week, um, and they'll they'll take uh, two weeks to get here. So um, every every week or two weeks, I'll be ordering a new batch uh, between now and uh, and July to keep uh, enough on hand so whoever wants them can get them as quickly as they uh, need to. Okay. Now, with the actual clocks, how are they going? Any updates or uh, sticking with the world? Um, oh, they, they've got an update, but it, it doesn't suit the way that we fly pigeons here. Um, they, they tried to uh, emulate the benzene system, but they didn't hit the mark, I don't, I don't reckon. Yeah. Um, so I'm not uh, recommending it to anyone yet. Right. Until, until it's, uh, you know, fixed and uh, made to work properly. Right. That's fair enough. So the rings are around, so people know what to do. I'll just contact you and they know your number. Um, you want to give it out again? 04, what is it, 0411? 505. Four zero two. Gee, that's that, eh? Not bad memory. 
Hey, hey, Joe, over the 60 years that you've been racing pigeons, yep. um, what is what has been your biggest highlight of racing in the birds? And um, what can you – now, you've had 60 years of experience. Uh, you, you give us your highlight. And also, um, if you were a, a novice, what would you advise a novice um, pigeon fans here? Um. Yeah, I've had I've had many uh, highlights in sixty years, as you can imagine. But uh, probably the best one was the uh, uh, Victoria Cup in two thousand and two, um, which I won. Yeah. Um, uh, with with a cock called the Mount Hope cock. Yeah. Uh, and I named him that before I sent him. Um. So that's probably the highlight. Uh, I've won many, many feds and many club races. Uh, I've lost count. I, I wouldn't even try and count them up. Mm. Um, a novice. Um, I, I think one of the most important things is, uh, for mainly regional flyers would be to get local pigeons, get, get some pigeons off local flyers because those pigeons are um bred for that environment. Like, you know, the guys in Trelgan, yes. um, they've all had pigeons for many, many years and they've flown them to the west, to the east, to the northwest, in all directions. And the pigeons that they've got now um have been um uh, have been trained for the the environment in Trelgan. And it, it's uh it's pretty hard for anyone in Trelgan to get pigeons from guys in Melbourne and hope to do well with them, particularly um, in the long-distance races. Yep. Um, so that's that's the important thing, I think. Yep, yep. Okay, Charlie, keep going. All right. Um, okay, Joe, well, um, unfortunately, um, it's sad to that uh, you're not, not racing anymore, but um, you're still with the clocks and everything, so... Uh, which is a good thing, so you um, still get up to date and get to talk to a few of the pigeon guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, I, I'm still. I mean, um, the the reason that I quit is uh, the the main reason is that it was just getting too hard for me. Mm. Um, you know, um, uh, getting pigeons uh, into baskets, taking them to the club. Um, and then uh, bringing the baskets back and uh, um, the twi- twice a week tossing, getting them the baskets. It was just getting too hard for me. The baskets were getting too heavy. Um, so, you know, I thought after 60 years that's probably enough. Um, you know, uh, uh, so, so I'm still... I still like the pigeons, um, but I don't want to have the numbers that I used to have when I was racing. So, you know, uh, I, I've still got some stock birds, um, and uh, and I'm happy to to sell them or to uh, uh, keep some and and breed from them for a breeder's place, but. 
Um, I don't want to race anymore because I'm a bit disillusioned with uh, uh, the Gippsland Pigeon Federation and its Royalton Club, to tell the truth, Mm -hmm. Um, both of them. So um, I thought better better, uh, to get away from all the stress and... uh, Enjoy your golf. Enjoy my golf, yes. (laughs) If we don't get in the hit in the head. That's all. <laughs> and what's the matter? Australia's trying to get the ball in that little hole. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was reading about that guy today. Yeah, he's uh, a bit unlucky, I think. Yeah, oh, the, the footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Maxi King get hit on the head. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. Um, we've got to go. So, uh, Joe, again, thanks very much. Um, I will be hearing from you anyway. Okay. Um, and uh, Maddie, you too. Yep. Uh, thanks for coming on. No problem. And uh, yeah, we shall um, catch up. All right. Thanks for that. See you later. Thanks, you did, bro. Cheers, Maddie. All right. See you guys. Yep. Cheers, buddy. All right, that was our guest from uh, down there in Gippsland, Taralgon and Gippsland. Um, right now, we're just going to hear from our much-valued sponsors, and we'll be right back to make some special announcements here on Pigeon Radio Australia. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor How often should you wash your hands? Maybe around nine times a day. Four? Like 20? Maybe twice a day. Whenever they feel dirty. When should you wash your hands? After you touch some raw meat and before starting to eat. At the beginning, I wash my hands before preparing food. How would you rate your knowledge of food safety? Probably like an eight out of ten. Six or seven. Seven point five? Learn more at foodsafety.asn.au slash food safety training. 
Food safety, it's in your hands. In my community, when you're growing up, if you're the man, you know, you've got to be strong. I blamed everyone around me for the way I felt. My wife, work, my brothers. I mean, they changed, not me. But I was sitting at the breakfast table one day and I couldn't eat. I sat there and I just cried. Men do get depression and for them there is hope. Call the Beyond Blue info line on 1300 224636 or visit beyondblue.org.au. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All new Saturday Osmosis, every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Nathan Reynolds, join me for lunch every Sunday at 12 for Here and There. There'll be plenty to chew over. With a great lineup of guests, music and discussions, we'll uncover local news, delve into national affairs and explore some of the global issues that affect life in Bayside and leave plenty of room for arts and culture too. Here and There, Sundays at 12 on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Tune to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and our Pigeon Media Australia website is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. I'm quite excited that we've had 30,000 engagements on our Pigeon Media page in 28 days. That's quite a feat. Now, I've got one announcement right now that I'm going to do. And the announcement is, uh, it was posted by Alex Caruana on the CCF group on uh, on Facebook, and it reads as like this, disposing of all the late Ray Reed's pigeons, selling a benzene clock and two pads, that's uh, for $1,500, all stock birds at $50 per bird, And uh, there's a 65 years of distance performances in these birds, giving away all the race birds and nest bowls. The sale date is Saturday, the 10th of April, 
2021. Commencing at 10am and the address in Sydney is 56 Partana Avenue, Matraville. So all the blokes in Sydney, go and check that out. Now, Charlie Gretsch, you rang me up during the week, didn't you? Yes, yes. many times. <laughs> and and you, you said to me that you've been chatting with a young lady from the United Kingdom. Yes. And we have now a new correspondent from the United Kingdom. So because you chatted to this young lady and you suggested this to me, I'll let you make the announcement. And I will tell you what's happening with our correspondent from the United Kingdom next week. So go ahead. All right. So um, having you on the show uh, last week and very keen, she was on Facebook and I sent her a message to say, you know, it was great to have her on and whatnot. And um, she was delighted and she's really, really keen and trying to get her club over there in the UK um, up and running and, Obviously, tackling a few issues with few of the uh, few of the guys coming into the sport as a a novice, um, looking in from the outside, seeing how how hard and everything is. Anyway, cut long story short, we had a good long chat, a good phone conversation actually, and um, yeah, she's she's delighted to be able to do some um, some stuff and give us some results and whatnot. So, Naomi Pierce, yeah, welcome aboard. Yes, certainly. And uh, uh, next week on the show, Naomi has lined up a very interesting person from the United Kingdom. His name is Colin Leask, and he was featured on a couple of uh, Naomi's videos on YouTube. So go and check out the Dream Team Lofts uh, um, uh, YouTube page, and you can have a look at those videos with Colin Leask. But Colin Leask makes uh, natural pigeon remedies, and uh, he's the guy that uh, cured uh, uh, Naomi's young bird sickness in her loft, and that's featured on one of the videos. And he also has a product that ha- assists people that ke- want to keep racing pigeons who have pigeon lung. It actually helps the pigeon lung along. So that'll be very interesting to hear about. And uh, there are a few people in the country that are using these products that this guy comes up with so it'll be very interesting to hear about that next week yes certainly will Ivan because there's um, look I've got a couple of friends over here at the home um, that uh, have got uh, uh, pigeon lung um, you know minor problem well minor major whichever way you want to look at it but it'll be very interesting to uh, to hear what uh, you know, what he what he's got to say and whether or not these remedies would uh, help um you know, fancy stay within the sport for much yeah. longer. Well that's what I was thinking. When 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 um Naomi told me about it uh yesterday, I I, yep. I thought to myself that pigeon lung thing sounds very interesting because that would help a lot of people that want to race pigeons, you know? Well, yes, most definitely. Um, you know, um, a lot of people have uh, had some, you know, um, uh, the allergies to the bloom, and uh, it's usually during the molting season when they start to molt, and the bloom and, and dust is floating around. It's where a lot of people have um, uh, a lot of trouble with sort of like asthma and 
and uh, you know develop a, a an allergy and which you know uh, can develop into a, into pigeon lung. But um, yes, it's a uh, uh, and it's not only pigeons. You got parrots. You got you know budgies, canaries. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they all uh, create the same sort of problem. Mm. So. Anyway, Tony, all right. Thanks, Tony, for that. And we'll hear from that next week and we'll have a longing conversation about it next week. But now we've run out of time and it's time to say goodbye, Tony McPherson. Yes, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, B2. Goodbye, the Pink Panther alias, uh, Charlie Gregg. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, goodbye to everyone else, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Mm. It's been good. Tiny Barbara, goodbye. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, B1. Goodbye, Charlie, and goodbye to everybody around the world. And Mr. Sir Charles Gretsch, goodbye to you, mate. Yes, goodbye, everybody. Um, have a good week, and uh, we'll catch up again next week. And it's Cheerio from me and Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.